IDC Radio. Hello there, I'm Bar Ruven. I'm the co-founder of the 669CAT Alumni Association and the Executive Vice President of Development for the American Friends of Unit 669, a.k.a. AFU 669. In addition to my unit work, I'm an entrepreneur. I sold my first startup called Mishlochov a few years ago, and I'm now the co-founder and CEO of this year. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Pfeffer. I'm an innovation and mentoring expert. I consult U.S. and Israeli startups and multinationals on innovation strategy and on creating and maintaining a culture of innovation. which is also the focus of my PhD. I'm a mentor and judge at Harvard's Innovation Lab and a mentoring supervisor at the CAT 669 Alumni Association, among others. Lastly, I teach innovation management here at the Reichman University in Herzliya, which is graciously hosting us from the radio channel studios. Our guest today served as a combat rescue soldier at the unit. He participated in one of the association's PTSD workshops. He's an entrepreneur, founded by Elis, a cosmetic products company, with a member of his 669 team. And it just got evaluated a few weeks ago at $130 million. Congratulations, Daniel DeCastro, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, guys. Welcome, Daniel. So let's start from the beginning. Um, if you can just tell a little bit about yourself more than we just mentioned. Your I'm uh, 34. I'm married with a young boy, three years old. Expected to have uh, another one. Oh, hopefully in a few months yeah. that's on the personal level okay uh, I guess so maybe let's begin with the unit mm-hmm. with the unit service at the unit uh, when did you serve what was your role do you still uh, serve in reserves so my team is uh, not serving uh, anymore as a uh, active uh, rescue a few years ago we are uh, quite old for that I guess <laughs> but but some of my team members uh, still uh, do uh, like the gibbushim uh, so not doing any more reserves uh, in in the army uh, in, in my servings I was um, you know combat soldier for three years then I, part of it I was also an instructor for the like a month and a half uh, special uh, training and mm-hmm. And uh, after that, uh, I was uh, like a structure of uh, repailing and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and all that. Do you have any, you know, some, some of our interviewees have some kind of either a story or an event that they kind of carry with them uh, through the years or some kind of core values or principles that they could trace back to the unit and how it affected their life later? Yeah, of course. So, first of all, you know, I, I don't know how, how much... Uh, I, I wasn't really thinking about what to share here in terms of the <laughs> experience from the, from the army, but what comes to my, my mind are basically two things. One is pretty shocking, and uh, for me at least, it mm-hmm. was my first, uh, first uh, real rescue uh, mission uh, civ- civilian uh, mission and uh, we came to a it was like a car accident where one of the cars uh, you know flew oh. off a cliff and and a lot of people um, kind of uh, were were dumped from the car uh, when mm. it you know went down the yeah the cliff yeah and and um, We came and and I saw this really horrific uh, like you know mother and and daughters and and all the family mm. were like in really bad shape and and I was like in shock 
looking at this uh, you know young um i guess she was uh less than uh seven years old um how old were you at the time um nineteen uh no tw- twenty twenty, 20. Wow. just after the mm-hmm. the course i i and uh i was in shock i you know i forgot all the training uh just looking at her mm-hmm. uh you know uh not gonna go into right. all the uh graphics but right. but uh really bad condition uh and and the doctor gave me like a slap on on my uh <laughs> telling you wake up yeah and he said okay start doing this and this and and then you know i started uh, doing what what i learned and and you go into this <laughs> uh, automatic uh mode and then you know we 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 did uh proceed and and evacuated them and um basically it was a a really bad moment for me but uh mm-hmm. but uh You have to really be in the in and and this says something that we learned after that uh, uh from the um, p s d uh um the p t d workshop yeah and also uh my wife uh she's a psychologist a clinic psychologist mm-hmm. and and she dealt with uh p s d like mm-hmm. uh participating in a research uh as well and and um that you really have to be in the moment and you know make you know p- making sure that you you see everything what happens and not just being uh detached mm-hmm. in order to not suffer from p t s d so um I guess you don't have a choice and and you have to uh mm-hmm. and you know I think for the doctor that didn't mm-hmm. you know didn't lose it and and slapped you yeah it was a good slap. <laughs> yeah but but it, you know i it's very bad for a young twenty years old to see something yeah. like this uh mm-hmm. but but i don't know i i don't think it affects me today i mean i i think about it when when you know somebody is like you know tell me a story or something yeah. like mm-hmm. this but i don't really uh don't experience that every day you yes uh i mean i i i have some of my friends from my team that you know they do uh um unfortunately uh suffer from those things but uh i don't know maybe one day i will hopefully not but <laughs> but uh you never know uh, you you, par- you participated in one of the the workshops as we said so how how was this experience was it helpful or what about your friends that you said that suffer f- suffered in the past or still suffering the p t s d workshop yeah about yeah. the p t s d workshops of course so first of all, it was an amazing experience and i really uh think you know thankful for for the opportunity to participate in that uh workshop and um like i said i uh first i you know i thought why why would I go to such a thing I'm not mm-hmm. really suffering from p t s d and and whatever but uh you know I don't think about it at night i'm I'm not dreaming about it why should I go to such a thing and and waste the uh, resources but But then you you um the things that you talk about in the workshop are not just like you know do you have nightmares from mm-hmm. dead people or something like this is also a lot of things that you find in common that are you don't think that they are because of the army mm-hmm. but but they actually you you see that they are common to a lot of uh other uh like which friends like which things like the fact that uh you're uh a little bit of um not showing uh too much of uh uh empathy mm. for uh for uh wounded 
mm, you yeah. know people and stuff like that like you uh, don't get excited from every yeah oh the person had a you know accident he's mm. fine he's not he's not gonna die he's fine yeah. you know mm-hmm. but you know right. or 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 you know other stuff like like you know you become with apathic maybe a little bit. yeah and and stuff with uh with uh marriage and like like you know romantic stuff that mm-hmm. that you're not like you know uh i wish i was more like uh expressive yeah expressive and 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 uh emotion attached mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and i guess you know maybe these these are things that you know happen from the yeah. service and and you find that uh if you talk about these things and and you kind of get to know you know uh that these are common mm-hmm. things that then you you start like a healing process and mm-hmm. you start maybe to change your yourself because you you are um uh you understand why mm-hmm. why it's happened you recognize that there's a yes. thing there right? yes it's, it's not just you it's like yeah mm-hmm. and 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 if we look on the on the upside of those things or experiences, what can you say that you took from those experiences and so in your pre military life so you know if you would ask me uh if I would uh do it you know all over again, so of course I would because I think the things that you take the positive things are much much uh larger than the negative things um I guess. um i I think that the army you know made me really uh tough mm-hmm. not just f- physically but mo- much more uh like mentally mm-hmm. and if you wanna be uh you know an entrepreneur or anything you wanna do in life you know sometimes life uh is not uh right. going in the right the <laughs> path that you want and right. especially in business and and you find yourself like thrown off a cliff. yeah really and and if you're not uh mentally used to it like uh in the training especially in the first uh year and a half that you do all kinds of special uh crazy like journeys with uh a lot of weight and and you think like oh, i would i i can never finish this but then you go another yeah. mile and another mile and and you you finish it it you it makes you tough mentally and mm-hmm. then you you can do a lot of things that you a lot of people would probably give up hmm Are there instances in your in your business career and entrepreneurial career where you felt like you're in that journey again, so to speak, and you're able to do that like one yes. more mile one more mile because you have the yeah reference? we had um we had uh you know we found we started the company uh yariv uh and my uh my friend and been in with me and my team as well, mm-hmm. and another two friends of us um and not from the army but you mm-hmm. know friends we met along the way. We had the uh, we started in two thousand and fifteen and and then we you know really started the the cosmetic business two thousand and seventeen but we had so many uh moments that I can't even think how many that we we didn't know if we were gonna survive uh a few days or or something mm-hmm. like this like uh and and you know took risks and and really didn't know what to do and and we were uh I think that I'm sure that the unit really helped uh, in those cases mm-hmm. you know it's interesting you mentioned that um you founded it with Yariv who was yes. a, a um teammate a teammate yeah uh, another combat soldier um is that do you find that that's kind of a um unique situation or is it just like a biographical detail that you share but doesn't really affect your 
So TV. if you look at all of my friends today, 90, I don't know, more than 90% of them are friends from my army, mm -hmm. like the best friends. Like mm -hmm. even now, uh, some of them are, uh, um, are in my house and... <laughs> uh, <laughs> where I'm not there now starting to prepare the the barbecue for tonight. <laughs> That's why you had a, he had a small like smirk smile yeah. coming up as asking about his friends because he's thinking about when do yeah, I ditch these dinner. guys and go to the barbecue. Yeah, so so um these are like, you know, the best friends and and people you really trust. And the thing about business is you really have to trust the person especially in a startup you you know, you start something like a large like a big adventure, you don't know what's going to happen, you, you quit your job and if you have person that you can really trust and you know that he's gonna take care and and mm -hmm. you know that you know this is very very important mm -hmm. and of course you have to have a lot of other uh like you know yeah person that has to have knowledge and experience mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and smart and and all this but the trust thing is is something that is a lot of i think it's mm -hmm. many times much more important than other traits mm -hmm. you know we interview um a lot of entrepreneurs and and uh founders and um i think the industry you chose is a very interesting industry because especially in israel today right when you think about uh, uh founding a company you think about high tech and startup and and my list is actually doing uh cosmetics for women right for the for the whole body yes. so it's an interesting concept and it's also kind of an interesting uh, industry how did you come up with it was it like you knew it it was like a vision that you had at the beginning or you just found out that there's an opportunity so um When we started the business, we really didn't know what we're gonna do we We just you know we said we wanted to be online and and you know Israel was very much uh behind a lot other countries and we said that's a good opportunity. We have knowledge in that field and and we'll find what to do in the you know going forward and we found this opportunity in uh cosmetics uh we started with the face um with the face segment mm -hmm. and we you know we at this time we didn't think we we're gonna have like a such a big cosmetic company and worldwide but we said okay let's try to you know pursue this opportunity and just a second to make sure you started from israel you started producing in israel you yes. started selling everything in israel What's yeah the, everything okay. in israel for the israeli market okay. uh only after uh a uh, year and a half we started uh, going uh, you know to the US market mm -hmm. we we st the, the reason we we were pretty sure we can go to the US market is because we had this new concept we really said okay let's do something everybody's in the face you know you have so mm -hmm. it's such a saturated market let's try to do something uh, unique and then we thought about this um a mask for the booty area and mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, yeah butt mask And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and then we saw that it's you know a lot of people are a lot of women and and really like you know think it's crazy and and interesting and and then we said okay wow that's much larger than any face product let's let's try to take it to the u.s and then we said how will we do it we know no, nobody knows this uh, israeli company and uh, How are you gonna sell online you know the u s market is the leading market in the world in terms of everything but especially in online and <laughs> and and we said okay let's try to you know uh let's try to partner with like uh a celebrity so then we 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 uh decided to try to 
do this collaboration with the with the Kardashians. Really? Yeah, and, and that Such was... Such an Israeli chutzpah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a chutzpah because nobody knew us. And But, you know, I'll give the credit to my uh, my my friend, Yariv. He how somehow he got to... Uh, really? To Chloe. Ah. And, uh, yeah, and, and you know, uh, this thing, we had to um, uh, open, a, like, an operation in the U.S. And, and invest in inventory and, you know, scale up. Mm-hmm. you know to a size that is much much uh, larger than what we had in Israel and for that i remember my wife was just giving birth and and we had to you know make some large payments to the us so we we uh, kind of went to every bank in israel and took all the money we could huh. and and just you know invested in it and then we started and it didn't go as we expected <laughs> and and we you know we, you kind of want to quit uh, or or say okay what did i do wrong but then you but say sorry even we with chloe yeah the beginning was not easy but then you know it started it started getting like traction and 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 people and uh, i mean she's amazing and and mm-hmm. people see and and kind of get exposed to it and mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, after several weeks, it started to really uh, take off. And, and, uh, and the, the rest is history. Now the U.S. is by far our, our biggest market and Israel is like a small market. <laughs> and, uh, and we think uh, a lot of thankful. So, so a are, lot you, of are thankful you still partners thinking. until today? this is it's not a partnership it was oh, like a collaboration okay. and, and she really liked our product and she okay. doesn't really do you know with with every brand so mm-hmm. uh, she really believed in it and, and wow. tried it and liked it so so uh, it went good for all the all, all the parts can, can you maybe just um, tell us a little bit more about the company that our listeners will have understand what we're talking about like where do you say yeah yeah so we we uh we are focused on online we are a d mostly a d2c company we also sell in uh, several other you know um, like ulta and and also sephora but mm-hmm. but mostly d2c uh, and what we do is we develop we have a amazing uh, product team uh, for uh, in israel based in israel And uh, we work with some you know uh, very uh, big manufacturers in well-known manufacturers in the US that they mm-hmm. make for like the best companies in the world. We develop our formulas and then we manufacture them you know Israel in the US all, all you know all over and uh, also some in Europe and um, And then we we uh, ship them to our customers in US Australia uh, Canada UK uh, wow. and other markets as well um, and we try to bring real innovation to the body uh, segment we try mm. to we invest a lot of money and, and efforts in in finding the right uh, ingredients and new in innovative ingredients and we oh. we make a lot of uh, tests like we try to f- almost for every product that we launch we we perform uh, clinical studies and oh, uh, really? uh, yeah that's something that we because we want to make sure that the products really work to a certain degree mm-hmm. right and and y- we just mentioned that you last valued it in 130 million dollars how 
why yeah we we got <laughs> several um we had the last year was pretty crazy um so uh leumi partners and uh, barinboim group became uh, uh shareholders of the company they actually wow. bought uh the control stake in the company mm-hmm. and uh, then um nvp uh, norwest ventures uh they also um they they actually made a significant for them it's not significant <laughs> but for us it <laughs> it's a significant uh, investment uh, and and that's the valuation so oh, this I was i wouldn't wouldn't have tell you that but it's you know in, yeah, the, in the newspaper <laughs> so uh, yeah all over <laughs> my ceo would uh, kill me yeah if, if it wasn't <laughs> in the newspaper you know that that's it actually you're bringing up something that's also interesting that um, i was thinking about which is um When you founded a company, you mentioned the CEO. You're the COO, right? COO. Yeah. yeah. How did you decide, right, who's going to be the CEO, the COO? Um, and, and just another thing, I think, if I'm not wrong, the founder is not, the CEO yeah. is not the founder. Right. Right. So we were, you know, four, um, four friends. Each one has, you know, controlling his own, uh, um, you know, thing like, Two, two in marketing uh, marketing experts and one uh, one uh, is a uh, more like a tech technical uh, developer mm-hmm. really good with uh, with uh, like he did amazing stuff uh, you know developing all the uh, CRM and all the systems uh, mm-hmm. by himself uh, and and I was like more operational and finance guy uh, but I We knew that if we wanted to bring uh investors and take the company to uh more you know um organized and and uh mm-hmm. corporate uh side so we had w- it was a smart move to bring a c e o and to help um investors see it as something important like mm. you it's hard to to um To go to a VC and say okay we are four guys managing the company it, it raises a yeah. lot of who mm-hmm. how do you make decisions how do right. you do yeah. this so it was a very smart decision for us and and he really mm-hmm. is bringing a lot of value and and um, from that moment uh, the company uh, pursued a, like another path and and it was um, it was a healthy move and you know uh, that's I think Nice. the valuation and and the and the fact that we got some investments in a very close you know period to each other so it probably says it's one of the right move this you know this bringing in the CEO from outside professional CEO um, brings me back to the beginning of our conversation when you said that one of the most important thing more than knowledge and skill and expertise is trust mm. so how did you build like with your other or some of the Um, co-founders you had that bond from the unit and you had the trust how did you build it with a professional CEO coming from the outside once you're already bonded in the in the, as a team well it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know it's hard for somebody to come from the outside and, and tell four founders yeah. what to do and uh, but you you look at the benefit of the company and uh, and you say that okay this is you know if I if we bring this guy we need to trust him we 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 need to let him have the control control and, and let go unless you you really you know it, it can't happen if you 
You need to, to let him sometimes slap you back <laughs> into uh, reality. Yes. Right? yes. <laughs> like the doctor. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that, I, I think I read it somewhere, that the, the, um, you, you use as the advertising platform, I think the most in Facebook, right? That's correct? Yeah, in Instagram. Facebook, Instagram? Yes. And, and how do you measure the, the success only? The, the numbers you sell, the number of interactions, the number of, of I mean, how do, how do you measure it? So without going uh, you know too much into the details whatever uh, you can say because we haven't signed the name <laughs> <you know. laughs> but um, but we measure uh, a lot of parameters uh, you know uh, through the funnel almost every mm-hmm. aspect of the funnel mm-hmm. and you know marketing is definitely one of our strengths um, we have you know from all the employees probably more than half are in marketing mm, wow. and uh, we're trying to improve ourselves every day. I want to take us from marketing to something else, which is um, you mentioned, and, and it's clear when you see the company, you're a very innovative company. You're innovating on, this, on the issue of cosmetics. Cosmetics has been around for thousands of years, right? So yes. how do you innovate and how do you have a company that consistent, consistently innovates in an industry that seemingly, looking from the outside, you know, you would think, okay, it's been around for like three, four thousand years, you know, everything's been tried and done. Okay. Um, well, not that I'm comparing, but you can ask the same question about medicine and about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pharma companies. So uh, mm-hmm. there's not a, there's really not an end to the, to what you can develop and what you can find. And, and, um, The thing about cosmetics, unlike uh, you know medical uh, stuff, is that it's also a lot of um, how you make the person feel about themselves. Mm. It's not mm. just about uh, what it does to the skin. It's also about how they feel about themselves. Mm. We, we try to really uh, dress uh, all, all kinds of, uh, mm-hmm. of women, all colors, all shapes. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and if you look at our ads and our and our yeah, like the, the site, homepage in the website, it's not that uh, not uh, only typecast. The, uh, yeah, like yeah. not only the skinny uh, uh, right. yeah. models. But mm-hmm. so, so in other words, the kind of the job to be done there for, for cosmetics is not just the functional job of doing something to your skin, but also kind of an emotional, mm-hmm. mental yeah. thing for, for, for women or I guess people in yeah, general. Yeah, I guess better. this is, uh, it's true for every brand, mm-hmm. but especially in the cosmetic industry. Like you, the, what is a brand? It's what people feel yeah. about, wha- mm-hmm. what it makes them feel about themselves. That's a right. strong brand. Like you think about, mm-hmm. not that I'm comparing, but you know, you think about strong brands, you know, yeah. I don't know Tesla what do you feel like yeah. you know innovative car electric mm-hmm. you know saving yeah. the planet whatever it, it's yeah. this is what you feel about yourself not uh, true so what are the true. words you want people our listeners to associate with uh, mm. Melis so uh, I guess uh, feel good about yourself and uh, th- that that's the strongest uh, Yeah. Uh, by the way what is the the name Miles so it's uh, derived from uh, Mael which is a prince so I guess it's like a princess in old France oh. old French yeah if you want to feel like a like a <laughs> uh, well not an old I guess <laughs> but a uh, a uh, history story prominent uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, French princess from the 1200s yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay and, and what are the future plans where, where do you see the company in I don't know months years or So uh, definitely expanding uh, to uh, further other regions uh, of the body. Uh, <laughs> yes, and also to other markets as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, deepen our grasp in other uh, uh, markets as well. It's uh, hard with the COVID, you know. Uh, you know, before the COVID, we used to sell to uh, like 100 countries. And and the COVID really, you know, there's no planes, uh, a yeah. lot of commercial flights. And, and the, the whole industry, the transportation, the freight industry is really relying on, on the commercial... Uh, uh, flight industry and and that's a problem mm. uh, so the the whole supply chain is really a problem in the covid but but we can we you know thank god we yeah. were able to uh overcome it but uh definitely to expand to other markets as well okay wonderful um well I should say that uh, I'd like to urge you to expand also to the male body <laughs> no we we do have uh, plans okay we <laughs> have, well, we already have some uh, Okay, <laughs> and uh, and um, and I guess to to, to sum up um, our conversation today, I'd like us to go back to the beginning when we talked about you in the army service, and if we were to somehow magically be able to transform you back in transport you back in time to when you were just leaving the army service, just finishing active duty. Um, what would you tell your younger self? What piece of advice would you give your younger self? Um, so I guess it's a hard question, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I ma- I did so many things and failed before in my lease. Like I tried everything. Not, well, not f- obviously not everything, but I tried many things and went to so many different directions. I think uh, focus is is really mm. important. Like you know, everything it, there's so many there's so much competition for everything for every, uh, you know, every role now you have so yeah. many people, smart people, and and I think focus is really really important, especially from from a uh, you know starting point like mm-hmm. focus. Yeah. Okay. Good uh, good thing. Uh, Daniel, thank you very much. We are very proud and happy uh, to hear about your success and your ease, of course. Or um, enjoy the barbecue later and <laughs> tell them as well. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, and don't please be- consider what we were saying about uh, moving from the princess to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> the prince. kings also. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I want to I wanna really thank you. I had a great time here. and uh, Our thank pleasure. You. Thank you very much, Yoni. Thank you. Our podcast uh, will be uploaded to Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, we will advertise it through the AFU 669 marketing channels. If you want to get our newsletter, the podcast episode, or to get involved, please join our mailing list or write us through our website at www.afu669.org. Thanks again, Daniel Barr. Uh, stay well, and we're looking forward to our next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. IDC Radio. Ben, 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 ben,